0: The Kate Daly Show starts now. Why do you still do it? Why are you still out here? Well, it goes back to the destiny thing. I made a bargain with it, you know, a long time ago, and I'm holding up my hand. What was your bargain? To get where uh, I am now. Should, should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 with you know with the chief uh, Chief Commander on this earth <laughs> <laughs> and this earth and in, uh, and then in a world we can't see.
1: Hi there. <laughs> that was uh, Bob Dylan. You know, I was thinking about um, I've got this hour by myself today. Uh, before Melissa, Susan, come on. And I wanted to give you kind of a way back machine treat, if you will. I want to, I want to give you the John Robertson interview. John Robertson worked in Hollywood for a number of years on a number of projects. And I know this is a local hour, but I just, I don't want to talk about politics. I want to talk about the crazy, crazy world of Hollywood for just a moment in this hour because. We were talking about it so much with Dr. Pesta. It reminded me of this interview. And this interview talks a lot about Disney, and it talks a lot about... Um selling one soul in Hollywood. And I found it to be so fascinating. I've got to replay this for you. I really do. You've got to, you've got to re-listen to this, Uh, especially on the heels of what we just kind of listened to with Hollywood uh, and the Oscars and so forth. Now, let me give you John's bio. John um, actually talks about his bio for about 40 seconds. Let me give this to you. It'll give you kind of a rundown of some of the projects that he was involved in for a number of years. I think it was, what, 10, 15 years total in Hollywood. Uh, this is John Robertson. He actually um, works on a couple of different shows. He worked on Hagman and Hagman for a long time, too. Um, and uh, here is his bio of working in Hollywood before I play some of the excerpts of his interview about Disney and his uh, knowledge about Disney and also his knowledge about what goes on on the movie sets. Um, I thought this was really intriguing. This is John talking about his bio.
2: That's correct, and I know we've just got a minute until we go out, so I'll just drop, uh, with your permission, a quick litany of some of the projects I worked on. When we're talking about feature film production in Los Angeles, I worked on Catch Me If You Can for Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. I worked on the first Pirates of the Caribbean, The Black Pearl. That was a Disney production uh, with Jerry Bruckheimer. Right. Uh, Worked over at Warner Brothers on a couple of productions with Joel Silver. And then, uh, as far as network television goes, specifically the controlled conditioning aspect, I would have to go to... Uh, the five seasons I spent with J.J. Abrams on Alias back in the early 2000s, mm. uh, move up through my different uh, times with the various CSI franchises, my longest run being with CSI Cyber. Right. That was at CBS Radford in 2014.
1: Okay. Kind gives you a little bit of rundown about who John is and, and the projects he worked on. And this is him talking about Disney. Um, and hopefully I'll get to the uh, selling a soul in Hollywood, because I thought that was pretty fascinating, too. Um, this is him talking about uh, it's kind of starting to talk about Disney just a little bit in this hour, but I wanted to give you a little bit of a treat. Make sure you go over to Dr. Diet. Make sure that if you're uh, needing any Dr. any advice, these would be the guys to help you lose weight quick. With summer coming and spring break coming, you're going to want to get some help. Also, they are amazing at what they do. I've been to them personally, and I know I can vouch for these guys. They really are that good. I've known them for over a decade, and uh, they're just they're just good people. They know what they're doing. Make sure you get over to Dr. Diet 628 Diet. Um, all right. On with the interview with John Robertson. You're going to learn so much about Hollyweird right now. Um, the backdrop of Hollywood. Here you go. Uh,
2: what I was seeing until my last couple of years there, and of course, those were the hardest last couple of years. It, it, there there were days where it was almost impossible uh, to get up and go to work. And and what I'd like to do, with your permission, is mm-hmm. you started with um, mentioning MK Ultra and, right. and mind control. And I want to give people, if I can, just about four or five minutes on, on the big picture. Yes, yes. Because it's it's so easy to get lost in the in the minutiae, uh, in the horror show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd like people to understand how this works globally, okay. and then we can talk about specifics. Please so, do.
1: Go right so, ahead. Thank you.
2: The bottom line is this. Luciferians run the planet. And their number one most quote-unquote, I want to be very clear, finger-quoting, holy sacrament is the destruction of young children. And that is uh, accomplished through either child rape, child uh, terror, and then murder, in some cases the, the consuming of what is called adrenochrome, which is adrenalized uh, blood that is suppo- it's supposed to be the most amazing high in the world. Uh, And in many cases, uh, there's even child cannibalism involved. Now, people, people all the time, they balk at me and they say, how can you possibly know this? And this sounds ridiculous. This sounds crazy. Uh, You should get in a new line of work. And and I simply say to them, with all due respect, sir, with all due respect, ma'am, you've clearly not read your Bible because (laughs) these exact things were happening with the Babylonians, they were happening with the Canaanites, uh, and it was very clear that in the worship of Moloch uh, even uh, what 4,000 years yep. ago they would bring uh, their firstborn children to these horrific uh, well, they, they started out as, as harvest festivals. They would build a two- to three-story uh, statue of Moloch, and high priests would control uh, the abdominal cavity of this furnace, with with chains and pulleys, and the 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 villagers, the the farmers, would bring their firstborn from from all around the region, and they would willingly. I mean, just stop and imagine this. All right. the parents listening to the Kate Daly show right now, right. I, I, just get your heads around this. Let the, let this sink in. What I'm saying to you, they would willingly throw their firstborn into this furnace. Until at approximately midnight, a little bit thereafter, the the flesh, all of the, the 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 human flesh and the scriptures tell us that it could have been as many as three and four hundred at a time would would create a glow. And once they had the Moloch statue at this certain glow, it would turn it into kind of an orgiastic uh, sacrament to Gaia to bring in better crops that year, etc Well. I say all that to say this, Kate and Uncle Miltie, mm-hmm. Hollywood runs the exact same way. The only difference is we're not worried about how much wheat or barley we're growing anymore. Right. What we're trying to do is make sure that a picture that costs $300 million to make and $100 million to market brings in $2.5 uh, when foreign distribution and Happy Meals are all thrown into the mix. And the way that they do that is through the exact same uh, child sacrifice, the, uh, child trafficking, and all of the abuse that happens therein. Now, you mentioned MK Ultra.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Quickly, what happens there is they, and this has been going on since the 1920s, right. uh, back in the uh, Little Rascals, Our Gang era, uh, the Shirley Temple era. I would challenge some of your listeners over this weekend go on YouTube and watch some of the dance routines that are these seemingly just harmless innocuous dance routines between Shirley Temple and these grown men watch okay. them with eyes of discernment after hearing my piece on the Kate Daly show today and you tell me if there was something else going on
0: Ooh. behind the curtain
2: <laughs> so yeah so going back to the Shirley Temple our gang, uh, the 1920s era, that was a, that was a time, not only of prohibition, but they were, they were shooting cocaine at the studios. And I mean, Hollywood was a, was a town of madness back then. But my point is that they've always had professional handlers who, who, uh, were trained by some of the best, the Tavistock Institute mm-hmm. by, uh, by Estabrook at the university of Chicago, uh, a lot of this knowledge comes out of the mil- the military industrial complex particularly post world war 1 where they began to learn how to how to compartmentalize the human mind and they do so through trauma and that trauma is typically either hyperviolent hypersexual or a combination of both hyperviolent and hypersexual. And what happens, Kate and Uncle Milty, is a, a young man or a young woman, and these can be even, you know, two, three years old, they will compartmentalize and they will begin to develop new personalities as a self-defense mechanism yeah. against the horror that they are being put through on a regular basis by by highly trained, skilled Professionals, I'll pause to take a breath. Kate, I'll hand it back
1: to you. Oh my gosh, Uncle Melty! Well, it's
0: just <laughs> it, it, it's it's interesting to me that it, it ended up in Hollywood, right? To be where the Luciferians take their control, because not only do they get to generate a lot of money and a lot of influence, but they get to propaganda uh-huh. constantly. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The movies are, are even for children. Look at these movies for kids. They're not look at f- look at these movies that we're getting. The messages that we're getting. Oh, over and over again. It's insane. Uh, this last movie about the dogs and, and oh. teaching the kids uh, really to just basically uh, give in to pedophilia. That was the overall sort of tone of that dog movie. There, There's some crazy stuff going on. And I also want to talk about Disney because uh, there was a huge article that just came out a few hours ago about Disney. This is and why, why is it called the rat box? Uh, are, are these these people like Britney Spears and all these people part of the uh, Mickey Mouse club? club you know what kind of infiltration did they have amongst these 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 people so total oh. the, an, the
2: answer is total yeah. so okay so
1: all of these so Christina
2: Aguilera, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake all got their start on the right. Mickey Mouse Club and uh, years ago in Hollywood, uh, all around the, the Disney property. So understand, there's there's Disney proper, which is located in Burbank, right up against the the mm-hmm. uh, San Fernando Valley side of the Hollywood Hills. But there are also multiple auxiliary stages that are peppered around all throughout Southern California because Disney's pretty pretty right. big, and they've got they've got a lot of subsidiaries. So. At the actual Disney proper lot, when I was working on Alias, and I worked on Alias uh, for J.J. Abrams from 2002 mm-hmm. through 2005, so I did about four—I did about four full seasons of that show. Wow. Uh, somebody uh, did a caricature of Mickey Mouse, but they made Mickey Mouse look like a rat wearing a, a tuxedo. With the sort of the villainous carnation in it, they gave him the waxed mustache, and in big block letters under that poster, it said "greed." Ooh. And they they decoupaged those posters everywhere, all over Burbank. Now, if your listeners they can probably find it on Google. I would imagine sure. somebody took a took a picture of it back then, but it's very similar to the pictures we're seeing right now come out of the of the Inglewood district of, of representative Maxine Waters the ones that say pimp.
1: okay um so I mean, we're going to move on and uh, talk more with John Robertson in this interview. This interview happened, I think, this was a year and a half ago, uh, maybe two years ago, when he came on the show and we were talking about Hollywood. We were also talking about some interesting things about about the selling of a soul, as as Bob Dylan so eloquently put in the beginning clip when he was interviewed, and I think shocked the interviewee interviewer um, that uh, that he had sold his own soul in Hollywood to the uh, chief master. Anyway. Very, very bizarre. When I come back with John Robertson, you gotta to listen to the next two segments of this. It's really enlightening. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show.
0: Bank of Utah Home Loans, we want to help you grow no matter what stage of life you're in. Hi, I'm Rod Hunter, and we have all the mortgage tools and products to help you. Whether you're looking to purchase or refinance, build your dream home, or if you're a senior wanting to look at reverse mortgage options, give Bank of Utah Home Loans a call. And home builders out there needing assistance to fund your next project, Bank of Utah Home Loans can help you as well.
3: Call Rod today, 435-770-6148. Bank of Utah Home Loans, helping you grow no matter what stage of life you're in.
0: Equal housing lender NMLS,
3: When mom passed away, she had it all planned with Spillsbury Mortuary. That's mom taking care of us even after she's gone.
0: Dad pre-planned his funeral with Spillsbury Mortuary. That made it easier to honor him and his life. Dad did always know what was best. I pre-planned my funeral with Spillsbury Mortuary. My kids don't have to worry about anything
2: except loving those cute grandkids of mine.
0: Pre-plan your funeral at SpillsburyMortuary.com. 2020 is the year of vision at the Zion Eye Institute, Southern Utah's premier eye care center. Their highly trained team of doctors and staff are excited to help you see the world in all its splendor in 2020. Zion Eye Institute has specialists to cover every area of eye care and eye surgery. They can provide you with all forms of vision correction surgery from multiple, highly skilled and experienced fellowship trained surgeons. Using advanced techniques individually or in combination with each other, Zion Eye Institute's expert surgeons will customize your treatment and provide the safest and best results for your vision correction. So if you're tired of the glasses and contacts, remember 2020 is the year of vision at the Zion Eye Institute, which means it's the best time for you to get your free consultation and see how the Zion Eye Institute can help. Schedule your appointment now at zioneye.com. That's zioneye.com. The Zion Eye Institute, the largest and most comprehensive eye care center in Southern Utah. Are you suffering from hearing loss or ringing in your ears? Are you feeling isolated and are missing your favorite social gatherings or family events? I'm talking with Donna Childs from Intermountain Audiology to tell you about a free special event you won't want to miss. Yes, Carl, this Thursday, 11 a.m.
3: at the Cedar City Courtyard Marriott, we wanted to invite all of your listeners to meet with Dr. Jacob Burroughs, Southern Utah's leading expert on the cognitive benefits of
0: medically treating your hearing loss. Tinnitus and balance. And this is an open discussion. We'll talk about the FDA approved treatment to boost clarity, stop ringing in the ears, and even reduce the risk of dementia. And I understand that everybody that shows up gets a free book the Amazon bestseller, Stop Living in Isolation. So you better reserve your space right now by going to stoptheisolation.com. It's Thursday, 11 a.m. at the Cedar City Courtyard Marriott. RSVP right now at stoptheisolation.com. Hosted by Intermountain. This is Josh with Lionsgate, and for years we have been helping people find sobriety. We found that the family struggled just as much as our clients. That is why we have always offered a free family support group open to the public every week. If you have a loved one struggling with substance abuse and don't know what to do, come join us Wednesday night at 530 in St. George and Tuesday night at 530 in Cedar City. Lionsgate Recovery. We are people in recovery, helping people find recovery.
3: Has your day-to-day life become challenging with fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, feeling cold, trouble losing weight, headaches, or joint pain? Has your doctor told you over and over that your blood tests are normal, but you keep feeling worse? You're not alone, I was right there myself until I went into Red River Health and Wellness. I'm here with Dr. Josh Red to explain what most doctors overlook and how Red River can help. Patients
0: come to us incredibly frustrated because they've been to doctor after doctor and haven't found any answers. We get to the root of the problem by addressing the imbalances that affect the immune system. Because when the immune system is compromised, it leads to autoimmune reactions like fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, and more. We spend a lot of time with each patient, addressing. The underlying issues instead of giving out temporary band aid solutions. Call Red River Chiropractic Physicians today at 855 55 River. You will get an in depth consultation absolutely free. Call Red River
3: today.
0: Talk lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450. This is The Kate Daly Show.
1: Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. I'm going to go quick because I don't want to waste uh, any time. Uh, I want to get to this interview. So I'm going in the way back machine for this hour. I hope you're enjoying this. I know it's kind of scary, too. But uh, John Robertson, who worked in Hollywood forever, um, was talking about, I shouldn't say forever, 10, 15 years, 15 years, I think, um, was talking about the backside, the, the 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 true story. He said, there's always the white paper and then you get to the truth. Of Hollywood and Disney, so let me let me continue on with that interview, and um, hopefully I'll have time to play the clip about him talking about selling a soul in Hollywood and how it works and operates. It's very intriguing. All right, this is John Robertson. Uh, worked on many things, Catch Me If You Can, all the, CIA, the CSI's, you name it. Talks and t- left Hollywood to actually produce Truth Telling Radio for Hagman and and Hagman and all kinds of different uh, shows. And uh, here he is talking about Hollywood when Uncle. Milti was on this interview and asked him, why Hollywood? Why Hollywood? Here we go.
2: People are told that Hollywood was, was actually named after a real estate development up in the hills called Hollywoodland. And there's the old pictures of the sign. And yes, there was a sign at one point that said Hollywood Land. And in the 1970s, the sign became dilapidated and the land part fell down and they shortened it to Hollywood. And uh, it, it used to be quite beautiful. It actually used to light up, uh, but tourists kept stealing the light bulbs back in the 1930s. So well. uh, so Holly- that's what we're told Hollywood was all about. But that's that's complete hogwash. Hollywood was started by a bunch of Sabbatean practitioners of Kabbalah and witchcraft, a bunch of practitioners of Jewish mysticism, people like Adolf Zucker, who came west from New York City, at the turn of last century, uh, having been a proprietor of Nickelodeons, and Nickelodeons uh, were this—this this, uh, your listeners cannot imagine Nickelodeon? the phenomenon of <laughs> okay. of, a, of, a, of a Nickelodeon. The Nickelodeon was simply a storefront where these young Jewish entrepreneurs, these young tough kids, many of whom were fatherless, so this was this was Kate. This was that that era. Of electricity and steam, Mm -hmm. it was the industrial revolution, but it was also the era of Marconi and Tesla and Edison. So it was it was a it was a crossroads in in Calder, if you will, and and a lot of these young entrepreneurial kids, they began to rent little uh, five and six minute pieces of film footage from across the river over in New Jersey from Thomas Edison, who was shooting film. Edison at the time had the patents on the projectors and the cameras, and Eastman Kodak had, the, had the, the patent on the film itself, the actual film stock. So, so people were, for the first time ever in the history of humanity, they were walking into what used to be a, a green grocer or a furniture store or whatever, sitting in a dining room chair with a sheet hung on the wall and watching a train uh, come down the tracks at the camera, and and, it, and to see three dimensional life jump off of a two dimensional plane mm. was so startling and so uh, mind blowing to the average American back in 1905, 1910, New York City, that they often would leave the Nickelodeon, take a fish another nickel from their pocket, pay the admission, go in and watch the short piece of sepia toned film yet again. But even then, Uncle Milty. even at that time, it was not uh, by chance that these uh, storefront businesses were called Nickelodeons. They were called Nickelodeons because the cost of admission was a nickel. But Odeon, O-D-E-O-N, is actually the little g-god in Koina Greek of the theater. The, uh, mm-hmm, Odeon mm-hmm. is the little g-god that presides over the spirit of of make believe, and now it's the, the name stage. of the
1: kids' channel.
2: <laughs> and now it's the name, and now, thank oh. you, Kate, now it's the name of a kids' channel. So, wow. real quick, because I could spend the yeah. rest of the, the show telling the story. The a lot of these young entrepreneurial, these 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 tufts, these 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 hooligans, pockets bulging with with cash uh, from these Nickelodeon ventures. Many of these young kids, you know, they opened up one Nickelodeon, and, and within six months' time, they owned twelve or fifteen of them. But they had a big problem. They wanted to shoot their own film, except Edison had the patents wrapped up on the cameras and the projectors. Eastman Kodak had the patents wrapped up on the, back then on the celluloid nitrate film. And Marconi and Tesla sort of play into the story as well because they had the patents on what would ultimately become sync sound. That would have been Marconi. And then all of the different electrical schematics necessary to bring a modern film set to life that would have been under the purview of tesla tesla mind you who admitted in his biography that he used to lie down at about two o'clock in the afternoon every every day where he would be visited by an angel of light and this angel of light one of the most beautiful creatures he had ever seen would share technology with him now i'll take that even a step further uncle milty because we're going to get to how hollywood got its name Mm -hmm. technology Technology, which runs Hollywood and runs its and and runs Hollywood 2.0, which is Silicon Valley. Technology also comes from Koine Greek. It comes from the word technos, T E K N O S, and technos means witchcraft. <laughs> so there has always been, from the time of the Nickelodeon, the little god over the theater, the 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 technology as written by. Uh, by Tesla, by Nikolai Tesla, certainly one of the the Mm -hmm. godfathers of film. Uh, The technology, the technos, the witchcraft, all of that moved six days west on a train out to the dusty orange groves of L.A., and they found perfect weather for shooting, and they had the East Coast mobs off their back, and they were able to break the monopoly that the Edisons and the Marconis had on all the production equipment because they were able to do business with the French. They were all the way across mm-hmm. the country. So they started to do business with the Lumieres and the, and the people who had discovered similar technology over in Paris. Yeah. So here's the deal. They, they had all been trained by the, the uh, maternal side of their families. Remember, I said many of these kids grew up fatherless. They had been trained in Kabbalah. In Sabbatian witchcraft, in in Jewish mysticism, and in gematria, they knew that there was that there was uh, esoteric arts, and that there was knowledge unknown to the average man, and they well understood that in ninth and tenth century, uh, what would become England, the United Kingdom, in Wales, Scotland, Ireland, and England, uh, that that the Druids were actually. The the most organized religion, and they, the druids at that time, it is it is supposed that they built Stonehenge, but that's a different story. Mm-hmm. The druids uh, worshipped Mother Gaia. That's the same Gaia that you see on Discovery Channel. That's the same Gaia that right. makes the herbal remedy products you buy at Whole mm-hmm. Foods. So the druid the druidic worship of Mother Gaia all revolved around the seasons, the growing seasons. And there was a particular tree, one tree, it's called the Toyon tree, T-O-Y-O-N, the Toyon tree. That tree is an evergreen tree that marked the, the end of the winter solstice, the longest, coldest day of the year in that latitude of the world, and the capitulation over into spring to the rebirth of their god, of Gaia, of their of their god. So the toyan tree was very important to the druids. And Kate, Uncle Milty, they made their wands from the wood of the toyan tree. They would actually cast their spells, their rituals, their rites, their incantations. Mm-hmm. They would do what is called to this day dirtying the air, which means bringing demonic principalities from an unseen dimension into the right. uh, the ethereal plane that we live on. And they would use the wand as a punctuation mark the waving of the wand was how you cast the spell now we trivialize wands we we consider it kind of a harry potter halloween costume type thing when these young jewish entrepreneurs came back to LA in 1910 1915 on the trains to escape the monopolies of the east coast and make film they knew that they had the most uh, manipulative the most forceful the most profound um the uh, medium that would have the greatest impact on humanity in the history of humanity. Mm-hmm. They knew that they held it right there in their hand. They knew that they, in fact, had the biggest wand that would ever cast that little G, that Odeon god of the theater that would ever cast a spell over humanity. They knew they held that wand and they knew all about the Druids. They knew all about the Toyin tree. They had mm-hmm. been taught this through their Kabbalistic teachings. The Toyin, Kate and Uncle Milty, in English, in American English, is the Holly tree. They came out to Los Angeles with this this mesmerizing wand of cinema that at the very least teaches us to deal with human problems not with godlike solutions mm-hmm. but with humanist solutions and that's what they knew Hollywood. that they had the biggest wand that would ever Influence humanity, thus the name Polly Wood. Oh my! That's God. how it got
0: started. Oh, goodness!
1: I love this lesson in history. Holy cannoli! Um, right. I'm sorry, I had not so. Are you kidding? I'm loving it. And um, they
0: put it right to work. Yeah,
1: I never really understood the name behind that. That's really cool. Thank Amazing. you for that. Uh, what? Wow. What percentage of Hollywood is, is basically sort of owned by this? Because I think people see a lot of actors laughing and talking and just living normal lives is what we think. And what's your, what's your perception on that? How much are, are really tied in or had to give up something to this group to, to have their success? What would you say about that? I would
2: say when you look at the floor of the Oscars, when they do those panning camera shots, and you mm-hmm. can see all the, the names and faces you recognize, right? They're all they're all in on it, almost to the, almost to the person. Uh, once in a while, somebody like the comedian Dave Chappelle, yeah, uh, or Randy Quaid will uh, their programming will snap. Or what we saw this is a beautiful example: Kanye West on stage last uh, in twenty sixteen. Yeah. Right? yeah, that what what you witnessed on stage at that West Kanye West show, and and God bless Kanye West. I I pray, I pray in Jesus' name. I hope that that man comes to know Christ because he would be such a powerful force against these Luciferians that that traffic and abuse children. Mm -hmm. But Kanye's MK Ultra programming, that compartmentalization I spoke of earlier, snapped. It broke, and he used the one amplification that he still fully owned, and that is I'm standing in front of 35,000 people right now, and there's nothing my handlers can do about it. Ooh. In the recording studio, or whether they're making a music video, or even if they're on an interview on a on a morning uh, talk show, those cameras can always be cut. That footage can always wind up on the cutting room floor. But Kanye had the eyes of the world on him that night, and his programming just snapped, and and he began to speak. Mm-hmm. He began to speak reality. He began to speak truth to power. So to answer your question, a very high percentage. Tom Cruise knows what's going on. John Travolta knows what's going on. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland knows what's going on.
1: Clint Eastwood knows what's going on.
2: <laughs> I don't I don't want
1: to believe Uncle
2: Miltie. I don't want to believe. I don't I love either. Clint Eastwood. I, mm-hmm. I worked right next to Malpaso. Uh Malpasso's got a production offices and production facility at Warner mm-hmm. Brothers. Uh-huh. When I was on the film Chuck in 2000 or the TV show Chuck in 2007 8, mm-hmm. I worked Uh, 300 feet from Clint Eastwood's office. I don't want to believe that Clint's part of it, but maybe that's just my personal bias.
1: Yeah, I don't either, because he's he's come out and said a lot of things against uh, just like James Woods has, and his Mm -hmm. career is over, Um, but he's a really prolific voice out there for truth.
2: James Woods is... I've worked with James Woods. I worked with him on uh, Ray Donovan, and Mm -hmm. James Woods and I follow each other on Twitter and that man is a hero to me. Yeah, he's got balls of glass <laughs> yes, in my he's, language.
1: He's amazing. Also, today's big story. All uh, right, um, we're going to be going to a break. You know what's really interesting? Here I am doing this show, right? And uh, what pops up in my inbox for my email, my private email? Uh, an ad for Disney movies coming out. I've never gotten a. I've never gotten anything from Disney. <laughs> Weird, right? Anyway, all right. I'm going to come right back, and uh, and I also hopefully we'll get to the clip of him talking. The, he talks a little bit more about Disney. Interesting when he was talking about the wand. Remember the picture of Disney with the wand? You know, uh, he's got a wand in his hand. Very, very interesting. Uh, the Mickey Mouse. I'm sorry, Mickey Mouse and his wand. And anyway. That picture came to mind um, on all the, the Disney pictures. But uh, I'll come back more with John Robertson when I come back. A playing of an interview I did a couple of years back. Really fascinating. Be right back.
3: Balance of nature changing the world one life at a time.
1: My husband is getting great results with his footwork and he just feels great. Also, his hair is growing in. <laughs> it's really interesting. He's getting lots of new hair, which I thought was pretty amazing. And as for me, I don't seem to have as many flare-ups. And if I do
2: get one, it doesn't seem to be as bad or last as long. I'm assuming it's because of the balance of nature because I haven't changed anything and I'm not doing anything differently. We're very happy with the product and looking forward to staying on it
3: and seeing where it takes us. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1 800 2468 751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and use
1: discount code CANYON. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. CopiersForSale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today? No matter your situation, Bank of Utah Home Loans can help with the right home loan for you. Call Brian and the Bank of Utah Home Loans team today. 435-986-7221. Bank of Utah Home Loans, helping you grow no matter what stage of life you're in.
0: NASCAR crashes Las Vegas. Big damage on Kurt Busch's car. February 21st through 23rd. It had a lot of smoke in the cockpit. It's high stakes and insane speed at America's Racing Showplace. you will pinch Joey Logano to the middle group. Oil 400 weekend tickets are going fast at LVMS.com or call 800-644-4444. Cash in big and leave Las Vegas a winner. NASCAR's fastest weekend at Las Vegas Motor Speedway.
3: Has your day-to-day life become challenging with fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, feeling cold, trouble losing weight, headaches, or joint pain? Has your doctor told you over and over that your blood tests are normal, but you keep feeling worse? You're not alone. I was right there myself until I went into Red River Health and Wellness. I'm here with Dr. Josh Redd to explain what most doctors overlook and how Red River can help.
0: Patients come to us incredibly frustrated because they've been to doctor after doctor and haven't found any answers. We get to the root of the problem by addressing the imbalances that affect the immune system. Because when the immune system is compromised, it leads to autoimmune reactions like fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, and more. We spend a lot of time with each patient addressing the underlying issues instead of giving out temporary Band-Aid solutions. Call Red River Chiropractic Physicians today at 855-55-RIVER. You will get an in-depth consultation absolutely free. Call Red River today. Hi, this is Greg from the Gold Ore Store. The gold
2: and silver market is on fire and the gains are explosive and powerful each and every day. If you have gold or silver in any form, even silverware, you know what I'm talking about. Is it your turn to finally dig into the markets? The Gold Ore Store simply sells for less and pays you more. Stop getting ripped off. Sometimes in life it takes a while before you get it. Once you get it, you never forget it, ever. Visit goldorestore.com and remember, don't get caught without real money.
0: A recent study concluded that children with dental issues were four times more likely to have a low grade point average when compared to kids with healthy mouths. Hi, I'm Dr. Plum from Plum Dental. Each year, dental problems contribute significantly to missed days at school and work. Many of the problems affecting our oral health are entirely preventable. One of the reasons that we were voted the best dental office in southern Utah is our focus on patient education and maintenance. We're able to
2: correct problems when they're small or avoid them altogether. That means fewer absences and a lot more
0: smiles. Check out PlumDental.com to learn more.
1: This is Shanna from Cox Trucking. Did you know that Cox Trucking began serving Southern Utah over 70 years ago? Our company founders, Park and Emily, taught us how to meet challenges, and Cox Trucking has always remained strong and continues to grow. We now employ over 125 people, including 90 drivers. We may not be the biggest trucking company in Southern Utah, but we think we treat our drivers the best. Here is one of our drivers.
0: As a professional driver, you're probably looking for great pay and consistent miles with a well-established and stable company. You'd prefer late-model, good-looking trucks with an excellent maintenance department to keep you on the road. You're going to want a responsive and considerate dispatch group that's easy to work with. And, oh yeah, great benefits. Well, I found it all here at Park Cox Trucking. We have a functional family atmosphere where everyone knows you and treats you great. I'd rate Cox
2: Trucking 5 out of 5 stars in all categories.
1: Check out Cox Trucking and make your driving dreams come true. Give us a call, drop in for a tour, or check us out on coxtrucking.com.
0: Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
1: Hi there. Welcome back. All right. I'm going to get right back into this because uh, this interview is so fascinating to me. John Robertson, who worked in Hollywood for a number of years, I think 15, um, actually on so many popular shows, uh, got to know sort of the backstory of Hollywood. And um, he just does a great interview on this. And I had him on the show a while back. It was that good. I, I really wanted to share this with you. Leading into this, Uncle. Milty asked a question about uh, conditioning, and they're told you know uh, what to say and how to act and what to drink and 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 they have handlers right in Hollywood, and so let's let's uh, let's let's play this and then I want to play his segment on selling a soul, the selling of a soul, which is was really intriguing, and that's about a couple of minutes long too. Here you go. Here's John Robertson, uh, former career in Hollywood, doing kind of a tell all interview in the Wayback Machine. Here we go.
2: That is controlled conditioning, and that is been around since the Hayes committee. Real, one more real quick lesson in history, and then I'm just going to straight up <laughs> preach. Um, <laughs> uh, back in World War II, um, a, a censorship committee was put together, and, and your listeners can do their homework on this. It's actually a really fascinating story. I've read several books on it, but uh, but uh, uh, Hayes, who was a postmaster general, actually, was tasked with putting together a committee to deal with censorship. Uh, uh, about the enemy, uh, of course, the biggest enemy was Imperial Japan at the time, but we were also in a war with Germany and Italy as well. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and so, what happened is the Office of Naval Intelligence, which was one of the precursors to today's CIA, the ONI, yes. uh, uh, helped helped uh, build the OSS, and then the Office of Strategic Services uh, literally became the CIA ten years later. But I digress. So, so the Hayes Committee, um, in in their uh, scientific exploration of censorship they they discovered the uh side of censorship which is propaganda Mm -hmm. and they realized how powerful propagandizing people can be and then they connected with some of the hucksters from madison avenue um not the least of which was uh was uh uh, freud's nephew um uh, his name will come to me in just a moment it's on it's on the tip of my my brain Mm -hmm. uh but um but what happened is they realized that the power of, of propaganda and they realized that controlled conditioning could be embedded into. The actual cinematic content, and it and it remained so until the 1970s when they started to, they started to take the ads. They used to put the little quick images of popcorn mm-hmm. or Coca Cola or whatever mm-hmm. into the the films, and, and they ultimately got rid of that, or at least they say they did in the uh, in the mid 1970s. But but controlled conditioning is what's running the average film consumer today, and and this is what it comes down to. People need to understand, and I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings out there today, listening to. Mm -hmm. but this is the reality when you take your little kids to watch one of the x-men franchise films you are putting a dime or a nickel or maybe a penny in the pocket of brian singer brian singer who is a known pedophile everybody in hollywood knows it it's sort of it's sort of like Mm -hmm. it's sort of like the hashtag everybody knows but nobody says anything right and this man has has a reputation of bringing underage boys four and five hundred at a time up to his pool parties and drugging them and then abusing them uh, mm. uh, in, in such a manner as would be appropriate to a big uh, pool and drug party. Right. So bottom line is people need to vote with their dollars. If you take when you, when you, when you sit in that dark theater, when you when you when you consume that GMO popcorn and, and you drink that 60 ounces of uh, of a uh, of, uh, high fructose corn syrup and you paid you know 120 bucks to get your family into this <laughs> right. film. That money is going directly into the pockets of people who are hurt sick children yeah. period. Uh, Kate, where do you, where would you like to go from here?
1: Well, I just think you know a lot of people get named. I know that even Walt Disney was named in several books as uh, uh, allegedly as, as um, you know being a pedophile. There there there's lots of people that are are writing about some of their experiences growing up in Hollywood, and uh, and I think for the most part we just don't want to believe it because it's too hard to believe. We have been taught that they have a certain personality or caricature about them, but I and I don't know if I even believe that about Walt Disney, but I'll I'll tell you something. It really is interesting when you look at the people like Corey Feldman that have come forward, and there's no reason for them to come forward with that kind of story, no. unless something really happened to them by the perpetrators that they say it happened to, uh, that that caused it. And so there's just no reason. People don't usually just go to make stuff up like this. But you'll see, you'll start to see all these accounts come out, and they, and that's why I'm saying it's more obvious now, uh, because more and more are coming out about it. You even have people on on uh, celebrities on YouTube talking about it and saying yeah I black out and I do all these things that's that's from programming so correct you know I just think correct. that we don't realize um, what what's going on
2: let me, let me drop on. a teaser on you let me drop a teaser on you i i wrote a i wrote a two part uh, radio presentation that I was going to do with the Hagman report, and then I took it over to Caravan to Midnight back in 2015. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I, did, I didn't do it with John B. Wells is because Doug Hagman and I at the time were talking about co-authoring a book together, mm-hmm. and the project just wound up kind of simmering onto the back burner. Right. But it's it's called um, it's called Witchcraft Wonderland and Rock and Roll: Laurel Canyon Meets the Jesus Freaks, and it's a two part. Uh, a radio presentation about this little tiny neighborhood, Laurel Canyon, which is not mm-hmm. even two square miles. Right. Uh, and Laurel Canyon, from 1968 to 1970, produced over two dozen gold and platinum-selling rock and pop stars. And guess who these people were? I'm talking Frank Zappa. I'm talking Mm -hmm. Linda Ronstadt. I'm talking about The Doors. I'm talking about The Birds. I'm talking about uh, Jackson Brown. And guess who all of their parents were, Kate and Uncle Miltie? To the individual, all of their parents were involved in government intelligence work either during World War II or right after World War II. Some of these people were born on the DMZ between East and West Germany. In wow. fact, in fact, um, when we look at uh, when we look at uh, bands like, especially the Doors. Um, uh, people don't realize that Jim's father was the admiral, he was actually the captain at the time, of the U.S. frigate the Richard Bonham, which is supposedly the frigate that got torpedoed in the Gulf of Tonkin. That would be the same false flag that mm-hmm. Robert McNamara, the, the then Secretary mm-hmm. of Defense, came out at the Harvard alumni meeting in 2011 and said, whoops, guess what? <laughs> you oh know the whole gosh. Gulf of Tonkin thing? It got 58,000 of our Marines and said soldiers killed. Yeah, it never really happened. So even in the music scene controlled conditioning and pre-programming has been happening for decades. Why? Because here's, here's how it works. These individuals are so enamored with being in that, in that moment of having, of being showered with and, and, and of the adoration and the celebrity and, and literally the lights, not limelight anymore, but the lights. And, um, that that they're they're like moths to a bulb. They really are. Yeah. But what most of these people have in common, regrettably, is very low self esteem. In fact, I've met many. Very famous, brilliant uh, a-listers who, who who don't have enough self-esteem to fill a teaspoon. In fact, many of them are so compartmentalized, so fragmented, they don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. Look what's happened! To, look what's happened to Jim Carrey publicly in the last two years. Yeah. That man—he's another example. He has come out and said, "I don't exist. There is no such thing as Jim Carrey." That is the result of this conditioning mm-hmm. that has been going on, going back to the experiments that General Electric was doing with Jack Parsons back in the, in the early 1960s. Yep. And, and, and this, this is such an enormous topic that we're covering in such a limited amount of time. But let me hit you with Disney real quick because you've asked about it several times. Mm-hmm. Walt Disney was a mason, okay? Club 33 exists at Disneyland. I have never been inside Club 33, but I've seen it. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I had special access because of my job in hollywood i worked for abc and Mm -hmm. disney a lot and of course abc and disney own disneyland so we worked at disneyland a lot and uh club 33 exists of course 33 is the regarded as the highest level of of um being a mason Mm -hmm. there's actually a level higher but 33 is the one that people recognize and disney is also cryogenically frozen he had his yeah. head removed upon his death, and, and he is cryogenically frozen in Orange County, mm-hmm. uh, California. So, so Disney was a, was a strange dude, to say the least. And he had this, this love of entertaining children. But here's what's come out in the past just couple of years. There's white paper proof that he was working with the FBI, that yeah. he was working with the CIA. And, and, and back then, it was all couched. Ostensibly, it was to fight communism. It was all about fighting the Reds, the Pinkos. But but what happens so often when men get together is they become corrupt. When mm. three or four intelligent people get together, unless they're saved by Christ, unless they're Christians at heart, they're, they're, and even then, mm. corruption is, is knocking at the door. Yes, and so Disney built this this kingdom. Well, he built several of them, and there's been a lot of supposition as to what degree these children will use. Now, I will tell you this, having worked on Disney programs as recently as 2014,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that there are, and this is the tweet that got me on the show today, there right. are uh, production companies out there, the production company that Hannah Montana built, I'm not going to say the name of the company, but sure. there is a company that the show Hannah Montana built, mm-hmm. okay? That company always features 12- and 13-year-old girls that they tart up, they sex up to look like they're about 20. Mm-hmm. And these are the most popular shows on Disney and Disney XD. Is it any wonder, Kate and Uncle Milty, that the number one most searched term on Pornhub Yeah. Is yeah. teenage porn?
1: Yeah. So now I want to play the selling of a soul. This is what John Robertson talked about when he talks about the strange coincidences about this. When I played the, the Dylan clip coming in, Bob Dylan, and he was talking about the selling of a soul, uh, how he sold his soul to the devil, telling that in a uh, in a sixty minutes interview. Yeah. Anyway, here you go. And-
2: Yes, the stars allude to this, but if you are able to use a modicum of discernment, you'll realize that many of the big stars, particularly in hip-hop, uh, have what they call uh, alter egos, if you will. You know, Eminem is Slim Shady. Yeah. Um, Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce. Beyonce Beyonce is learned. Sasha mm-hmm. Fierce. And Beyonce has gone on record and, say, and she says, look, I can sing and dance, I can hit the notes, but I have to bring Sasha in when I hit that stage to get it done. Yeah. So how does this I'll give you a quick, quick uh, primer on this. How does this work? Well, it operates in both the physical, terrestrial, natural world, if you will, as well as the supernatural. And uh, often at a relatively young age, the primary age seems to be 17. And that ties in, interestingly, because uh, those of your listeners who are. Uh, Pop culture, you know, fans Mm -hmm. and pay attention to hip hop and and rock music and even the the untimely death of actors will note that there's the quote unquote curse of age 27 in music. And just to rattle off a few people that died at 27, you've got Amy Winehouse, you've got uh, Jimi Hendrix, you've Mm -hmm. got Janis Joplin, all dead at 27. And and that's known as the curse of 27. Well, there's been studies done that indicate that often this selling of one's soul will occur at age 17 And again, as I mentioned, it happens both on the terrestrial and the supernatural. On the terrestrial, typically uh, the person who wants to sell their soul will write out a contract devoting themselves to Satan or to Lucifer, maybe to the angel of light, as as described in the Bible. Mm -hmm. They will sign that contract in blood, and then depending on which form, uh, no pun intended, Mm -hmm. which form of witchcraft they're using, they they may uh, then burn the contract uh, right there on the spot, thus sending it into the uh, out into the ether, into the ephemeral, if you will.
1: Okay, so a lot of people out there are going, "What? <laughs> what do you mean witchcraft?" Because no, I'm sure there are people out there going, "Oh, come on, this is this is nuts." You, I mean, I, I we, we hear the accusations, but this is crazy. Well, I'm
0: sure there are also people out there though that can see a 10 year contract right in front of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thank um, you, Uncle Marty. Uh, yes. That, that, that.
0: Let me run with this for a quick sec
2: if I may. Sure. That's exactly correct. There is another – there have been uh, significant descriptions and some very brave people who have come forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be perfectly transparent, I have not interviewed them one-on-one, so I want to be clear. This is secondhand information. Some of it came through the Bamboo Telegraph in Hollywood. Some of it is just available on YouTube open source. Okay. And – The way it works is there have been uh, many, uh, I won't name names, I don't have their permission, but there's a a pretty well-known boxer is one of them, Mm -hmm. a very well-known young lady in hip-hop who sold a lot of records is another. Mm -hmm. And they were actually visited by a a principality. Ephesians 6, 12 and 13 says, we war not against flesh and blood, but against Mm -hmm. powers and principalities and darkness. And uh, and so uh, the way this operates is... Satan has his legion, as described in, in uh, Matthew, mm-hmm. formed just like an army. There are, there are uh, privates, there are non-commissioned officers, mid-level officers, and then you've got the big high-ranking, you've got mm-hmm. the brass mm-hmm. uh, in the satanic army. Satan will send one of his captains or his majors out to cut these deals. And there are stars who have gone on record saying that they were in fact visited uh, in the supernatural, they often describe it as feeling like they were in kind of a an outer space area where there's no longer three dimensions, but rather just this presence of being. Interesting. I know the name of one of the brokers, one of the uh, demonic mid level officers, but I am not gonna. Mm -hmm. Give that any power or presence on your show.
1: Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And you spent a lot of years. You were working on some major TV shows and films. It was a fascinating interview. Can I just say? (laughs) He's a fascinating guy. Uh, John Robertson. He works on Caravan to Midnight. He worked on Hagman and Hagman and um, presently on uh, Caravan to Midnight. But he's got quite a history in Hollywood. And his take was very, very interesting. I'll tell you that. Uh, Anyway, I wanted to play that for you. Hope you enjoyed that interview, especially after talking about the Oscars this week uh, with Dr pesta and uncle milty and so forth on to the rest of the show on to the national show with melissa and susan and uh hope you enjoy today's show be right back on the Kate dally show
0: Abe Ashton, and Eric Nimmer. It's very eye-opening for us to sit down and say, let's be transparent with everything. Here's what we offer. Here's what you currently have. Let's compare everything on the same levels. We want to compare everything in the same categories. What is a cost? What is the risk? What is the reward? And when you understand that, you can see if it matches your goals and your priorities, and that's where you want to be. Check out your family and your retirement Tuesday afternoon at 5 on St. George News Radio, 93.1 FM and 1450 KZNU. Find out more at ashtonwealth.com. Hello, Southern Utah. This is Brad Pullman, owner of BT Pearson Tire and Service. Is safety on the top of your list? Well, it is on ours. At BT Pearson Tire and Service, when we pull in cars for oil change, brakes, tires, alignment, it doesn't matter what we are looking at on the vehicle.